Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings, this is The Voice of Healing Radio, and I'm Mike Petro. We're here at the reawakening in Dallas and uh, meeting so many interesting people, but right now we're here with Vanessa Clark and her husband is the guy. He's the one that has been putting this all together. And it's, and it's really interesting, Vanessa, to be able to sit here and talk with you because you were here at the inception of this. And we were just getting into that yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad to be here with you. Thank you for, for coming and, and helping spread the message. Amen. So, so what got Clay to start building this? Because you know, really, it's it is it's taking off, and and I believe, uh, you know, I was here uh, in just the last meeting in San yeah. Antonio, right? And from San Antonio till now, just within a month, yeah, I see the difference in people coming in, the word getting out, mm-hmm. things are happening relatively fast. Well, and that's the kind of the whole story of it. You know, this was not something we set out to do. Um, this was really a move of God. And let me tell you, you know, my husband and I, what we do, how we live, what our business is, is he helps people start and grow businesses. Mm. And, you know, we've do, been doing that, you know, well over a decade. You know, before that, he had started many companies um, of our own. And so, you know, as someone who helps people start and grow businesses, who works uh, one-on-one, hand-in-hand with business owners, the government came in and shut down those businesses, right? And so immediately, you know, he had a burden. He had, you know, 50-year-old men calling him crying on the phone saying, you know, I have multi-million dollar construction projects going on that they've shut down. I still need to make loan payments. I don't want to let my employees go. What do I do? Clay had such a burden for them. And, you know, know, he didn't shut down our business. We just uh, Mm. went in the back door (laughs) and uh, covered up the windows. And, you know, we we meet by appointment only with our our clients, right? So he, he had this burden, he started doing a bunch of research and people think he's an extrovert. I know he's an introvert. Okay. So he would get up and he was researching. He wanted to know why we were shut down. And he found Mm -hmm. that was because of these models. And he wanted to know who made the models. Mm-hmm. Who funded the models? Where yeah. did these come from? And it was like this rabbit trail he went down and found out the models were, were, were false. You know, he, yeah. he looked at the, the PCR test, found out that they were falsely calibrated, yeah. you know, that they could be amplified uh, way beyond what they were meant to be to get false positives. He found sure. out that there were treatments that were real, right? Yeah. And uh, so he just thought, if I just get this message out, we can be done with this whole thing. And yeah. th- this was back in like, you know, February, March of 2020. It was the beginning. He did a lot of research. He wrote a book, Fear Unmasked. It was banned on Amazon. You could buy Hitler's book 
Mein Kampf, <laughs> but you could not buy Clay's wow. book. It was banned for hate speech. Yeah. And he thought, if I can just get this message to Trump, we were some little nobodies in, yeah. in Tulsa, Oklahoma, then they'll know the treatments are real and we can be done with this. Yeah. Very quickly, he found out that it was not an easy uh, message to get out. He was trying to find all, all the ways. He started diving into the Bible yeah. like I've never seen before. Wow. And he just had a heart to get the truth out and the mm. doors kept getting shut. You know, his our, our his business, bod, uh, business podcast, which had been, you know, mm. the top of the charts in iTunes, you know, several times, suddenly was banned on iTunes, taken off. His uh -huh. YouTube was taken down. You know, he's ending up like many people in Facebook jail, struggling to get this message out. And so he did what he knew how to do on Monday nights, you know, humble mm. beginnings. He would host Monday night mask meetings at our business. And it was just local members of the community. He invited out with local doctors. That's when we started teaming up with, you know, Dr. Um, Jim Meehan and, mm. um, you know, Rob Marsh and these local doctors, Dr. Mark Sherwood, to tell wow. people you don't need to be afraid. These yeah. are the treatments. They work to, to get the facts out to them, right? Yeah. And this was before any of the election fraud had happened. So it was just focusing on COVID and killing the spirit of fear. Yeah. He did those mask meetings at our business on Monday nights for well over a year. Wow. Then he said, you know what? Um, he was really frustrated with the churches. And he said, um, he found a local church and he said, I would like to have just a night of praise and worship. I'll bring in Sean Foyt. We'll have him sing and do praise and worship. We'll bring these same local doctors mm -hmm. and we'll have some local pastors who can also speak out about, you know, our, our God-given rights and freedom. So he, he went through the, the time and, you know, energy and expense to put that together. And the week of the church canceled. And they said, wow. it's too controversial. We wow. won't do it. And he was, this was before the vaccines were mm. out. They were talking about what was coming. He was saying, I'm telling you, vaccinations mm. are coming. They wouldn't touch it. And my husband was mad. He was so mad. And he said, mm. he didn't want to do it. We had out of, you know, no choice. We had to have this function. It was too big to be in our, our business. So we had it outside of our business back. We were kind of on this river walk area. So out mm. by the river walk and we hosted Sean Foyt. We had um, some pastors speak, but they wouldn't have it at their, their place. And yeah. then we had the doctor speak. And at that point, he just had this level of frustration of like, why do I have to do this? Sure. I shouldn't be having to do this. Sure. He wasn't happy about it, yeah. but he did it because he knew it was the right thing to do. But he, I kept, I guess he kept thinking that the churches, if he just helped them and get the truth to them, that they would be more than happy to mm. do this. Well, um, fast forward. Um, well, well, you have to understand, because the churches are under a 501c3, which I keep telling them to get out of it. Yeah. It is, it is one of those things that they're afraid of the government coming in and closing them down. So they're acting then out of fear. You know, fine. If, if they tax you, well, tax you. That's what I say. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. We can't be... be stifling the truth because of some government. Well, well, my thinking is this. If you're going to keep feeding the lion, eventually it's going to eat you when you don't have enough for it, right? Yeah, yeah. And now we're getting into other things that, that are really uh, coming against the church, pushing against the church. The, the whole scenario with the uh, uh, um, mandates coming out of the yes. BLM and stuff like this mm -hmm. that is really socialistic. And when you understand that uh, a lot of things that are being said, actually, I've worked with a lot of black pastors and opened their eyes to what's going on. And now that they see it, they're like, Mike, what's going on? Why, yeah. why aren't the rest of the men of God, you know, saying what you're saying? And, and I'm telling you, it's, it, actually, before this even started, the Lord was telling me judgments were coming to the church. Yeah. And he was going to basically drive the church to its knees mm -hmm. and start a prayer movement. And I, and I know 
you know, what the Lord has given to clay is one aspect of it, but he, what he doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. what's not being realized is the Lord is is separating the wheats and the yes. tares inside the church. He is. And he's he is. finding out who's really the church and who is just the hypocrites. And hypocrites means actors. So there's a church that's acting like Jesus, but it's not. And there's a real church the Lord's pulling aside for the next move. Well, so in, in, in this process, for everything that you're saying, you know, he, he was getting this level of frustration because he wanted the churches to stand up, right? Mm. And I remember he was, I don't know if you'd be okay with me saying this. It's okay. It's true. He, he was crying in bed one night. He was mm. crying. And he said, I'm supposed to do more. I'm supposed to do more, but I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And I thought, like, I don't know what, I think you're, you're doing these meetings every single Monday night. You're telling everyone, you know, here it's very getting very uncomfortable to go to our Christian private school. People are upset with us. You know, like, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Like, I think you're fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, no, I'm supposed to do more. And he um, woke up one day and he was like, I'm going to get, I'm going to do an event where I bring all these people together. He thought he was going to do it at our business. And mm-hmm. he said, I'm not just going to bring the local doctors. You know, he'd been doing interviews, you know, on our business podcast. And instead of just being a business podcast now, it had pivoted where more and more of the focus was becoming these areas, right? Sure. And he said, I'm going to call these guys up and I'm going to have, you know, these national speakers and, and, and do the same event. We had the craziest response. He had over 50,000 people reach out to attend wow. this event. So wow. very quickly it became apparent that we were not going to be able to host it at our business, which could hold a couple yeah. hundred people. Sure. So, you know, it was really um, an act of faith that he kept moving ahead with it. I was, I've been married to this man for a long time, so kind of used to the way he's like a wild man, right? (laughs) I'm like, okay. Uh, And uh, Rama Bible Church stepped up and said that they would host it. That's where we had the first event. And we thought it was going to be a one and done. And very quickly it took on a life of its own. And, you know, I just know that we're being obedient to, um, you do them as long as the Lord says. And really in San Antonio, it became clear to me, um, you know, we thought we were going to be done in, in, in Dallas. That mm-hmm. was seven events. And some people got a hold of General Flynn in the meantime. And, and then it ended up, we're going to Oregon, we're going to Ohio and Amen. going to Arizona. And, you know, in San Antonio, after Sean Foyt, he sang, um, we'd led us all in praise and worship for about 45 minutes. And then Pastor Brian Gibson came up and did an altar call. And if you watch that video, uh, there had to be hundreds of people who came and accepted the Lord. And I Amen. turned back, looked at my husband, and I said, okay, I get it. Like, this is why we're doing it. Amen. And my husband's a, a, a businessman. And he, he last night he was saying, you know what? I kind of think it's like a loss leader. You know, like you would tell someone, hey, you know, c- come to my store and you get, you know, half off on milk, but then you buy all these other things. He goes, people are coming in to see these speakers who are going to give them truth on election fraud, give them truth on, you know, a yeah. medical fraud, give them truth about the great reset. They're, they're, they're truth seekers. They're coming here with an open heart, open mind to receive all this truth. He goes, but then we know we direct them to the ultimate truth, which is the way, Jesus. the truth, and the life. No Amen. way to the Father except through the Son, Jesus Christ. And they're coming to know the Lord, and it's amazing. Do, do you see? Uh, do you see this shifting? The the Republican Party. Do you see this shifting and moving the conservatives to to push forward and, and to change the way the election structure is right now? 
You know what? Um, I guess I don't even see it as the Republican Party or Democrat Party anymore. I'm saying people need to be, and I think they are, hungry for Jesus and the truth, and it will change everything. I truly believe that Trump is going to get back in. I believe that he's anointed and appointed for this time to do that. But I do think that some people looked at him as a God, and he is not God. You know, God uses men. You know, to accomplish his plans and his purposes. And I believe that he's using Trump. But I think the moment that this nation turns fully to Jesus, that's when everything's going to turn around and see that, you know, he is a man and he uses him. But I think people were looking and saying, oh, Trump's got this. Trump has a plan. Trump's going to fix anything. Trump is a man. No, he exactly. th- this is this is the Lord, and there is no plan. This is chaos, right? Amen. Chaos and confusion comes from the God is not the author of those things, um, but God is using. He's allowed all these things to happen in His goodness and His mercy to drive America and then in the world to come to seek Him and know Him. You, you know, uh, I'm, I'm friends with Dr. Stella Emanuel, and love um, her. She she has a very she has a very uh, wise understanding when she talks about the Nephilim. Yes. I've been teaching it for, about it for years, okay. actually. Um, we had a lady come into our church uh, through a friend of mine uh, who had been in our church. And this woman was a banker. She set up banks for different organizations. And basically what happened was she was in Turkey setting up a bank for the Cherokee Nation and. uh while she was there, she met the president and vice president of one of the largest banks in Europe. Wow. And they said to her, you're a Christian, aren't you? Well, the, the vice president said, you're a Christian, aren't you? She said, yes. And uh, she said, are you a Christian? She, he, she, the lady told her, she said, no, I'm a Nephilim. Wow. And she was like, what do you mean you're a Nephilim? And she pulled out what looked like a credit card, she told me. And that credit card was, it was called a, she called it a blood identification card. Wow. And then the president of the bank came down and the secretary told him, this is a blood, show her, show her your blood identification card. And he pulled his out also that identified the blood type as Nephilim. Well, right? I believe it because, you know, the Bible says that... Um Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that The Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. When the Lord returns, it will be as in the days of Noah. And in the days of Noah, the DNA had been corrupted, right? And I believe that nothing is new under the sun. And I believe that's what they're trying to do right now. Well, now now you're jumping on my bandwagon (laughs) because that's what I've been telling people. What what is happening right now in in talking, we have doctors in our ministry. Mm -hmm. I have people from Hollywood in our ministry, actors and stuff. And... The stories are true. Yeah. Things that are happening that are very evil. I agree. That goes into the government. And 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 we're 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 trying to fight a uh we're trying to we're in a gunfight with a knife. But we've got stones. the Lord on our side, yeah. so we know we win. Well, but the Lord always moves in truth. Yes. And he gives people truth in order to get that truth out. Yep. In order to wake people up to what's going on. Yeah. But the, but the interesting thing is is those Nephilim were telling her it's not our time yet, but our time is coming shortly. And that was about two years ago. Wow. And they said the only ones that we are not allowed to touch. The Christians. 
not the Christians. She said the only ones we're not allowed to touch are those that have the revelation of Scripture. Okay. And now I would say normally in the early church, yeah. I would have said Christian. Yeah, but, but there's, we don't such a, ha- there's such a division now. I, I, I agree exactly. with what you're saying. Yeah. And you were saying that earlier. Yeah. And see, that's part of the problem right now. The Lord is trying to wake people up to what's getting ready to happen. Yeah. The wise and the foolish, the scripture is there. And I, and I really see this. The Lord was telling me earlier that this, again, it was going to open people's eyes. It was going to drive them to their knees, mm-hmm. that they couldn't look at a man like you were saying earlier. Yeah. They had to be looking at the Lord. And I think we're really getting to that point. I actually really feel, too, we're on the verge of a shift now. I do, too. I do, too. A very good shift. I do, too. And it's yep. all because the, the real intercessors are out there now and they're yeah. just pressing pushing and, back and they're pounding in the, the heavens right because again it is a spiritual war yeah. it is a, a spiritual fight like you said as it was in the days of Noah yes. most Christians don't understand that there was this battle with these Nephilim mm-hmm. they were trying to change the blood type yes. they were trying to change uh, this stuff yeah. and so I and I clearly see it it's happening within a lot of the vaccinations that are yep. now happening I, I don't know anybody that died from COVID yeah. But I know a lot of people that died from the vaccination. Well, so. and it's sad. The people who have died of COVID, what breaks my heart is that it was unnecessary. Exactly. There are treatments. There are treatments and they work. And what I think is criminals, people saying, oh, you know, but you're 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 heartless. You don't care about people. All these people died. You don't believe that COVID's real. No, I believe that there are treatments that are real. And it makes me so sad that they're being literally withheld from people. Amen. The number of phone calls my husband gets from people who are in the hospital and he has to get them up hooked up with lawyers to try to fight to get treatments that work. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Let me ask you, I'm going to ask you really. Yeah, go for it. I'm do, an open book. I'll tell you yeah. if there's you know, something I'm not comfortable with. Do, do you think it's intentional? What, the COVID stuff? That they know, they know there's, they, the these other things will work. They know it's true. Do you think it's intentionally I, being done? Yes. Do you on think a high, people should have? On a high level, yes. I think the people implementing it, it's very intentional. The people, mm-hmm. but I think then the people who are um, doing it don't know any better. They're saying they're, they're, they're following protocol. And I think they yeah. really are. They wouldn't think that, that the protocol would be something that's nefarious. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But yes, the people who approve rendesmir and the people who are saying you can't use ivermectin, the people who no. are banning it, that is intentional. Well, we have a girl that just came into our church. She, gave, she wanted to give her heart to the Lord. She was a she's an ER nurse. Yeah. And the reason she came to church because she wanted to confess to me what was happening. Wow. Because she's felt so horrible in her heart, right? Yeah. She said, our, our ER, which is one of the largest hospitals in Southern California, is filled. 95% of the people that are dying in our ERs right now are injected people. Young, old, mm-hmm. at every age. And so she said, I can't take it. And we are being instructed not to tell any of our colleagues, not to tell our families, not to tell anyone. So when she gave me that news, because I was praying about this, there's a whole thing about the the level. I said, Lord, something is very wrong here. And Jesus, we need to know, you know, what's really going on. And when she came to our church and she was telling me these things, uh, I knew at that point, that this information is being stored and hidden mm-hmm. from the public. It's yeah. intentional. Any good reporter, any, yeah. could find this out oh, with yes. no problem. There would be people that would, would squeal left and right. 
but nobody in the news is going yeah. out to find out. Well, I mean, out. there's there's doctors screaming it from the rooftops and they're banned mm. everywhere, you know? I mean, sure. we know doctors who've treated thousands of people um, successfully using ivermectin, budesonide, uh, hydroxychloroquine. Amen. And, you know, they're they're banned, they're, they're vilified. Um, so the truth sure. is out there. Yeah. Well, you know... I do believe, like you said, Vanessa, things are getting ready to, to change in a, in a drastic way. Uh, what do you see happening within the churches? Do you, do you, what, the pastors that you talk to, men of God? This is what I say. The churches who have not stood up and did the right thing, the churches who people have gone to behind the scenes and, mm. and they've said, this is the truth, and those pastors know the truth, and they don't present it to their congregation. The, per, the, the churches who are receiving money to push vaccinations on their congregations, they're going to lose the very thing they're trying to save. The mm. ones who won't stand up, who know yeah. the truth, who've been presented behind the scenes and say, you know, I know, but it's just too controversial. Yeah, They're going to lose the very thing they're trying to save, and in, people are going to go in droves to the truth, wherever that's being told, the waysides, the, bay, the, the, the highways and the byways, um, you know, like Dr. Stella says. Um, I don't know if it's going to be house churches that come up. I don't know if it's—I don't think it's going to look like the normal church, but where the truth is spoken, Amen. Jesus is the way, truth, and the life, you know, it, it, the truth about that vaccination, the truth about—nothing is off limits because— you know, they say Jesus didn't get into politics. Mm -hmm. He was killed. By politicians. Yeah, that, that's yeah. right. So So was John the Baptist. And, and, and how can we, uh, Jesus is supposed to be a part of every part of our life. How can we compartmentalize and say, I'm not going to put him in this part. No, mm -hmm. he's a part of all the parts of our life. Amen. And, and you're right there. Uh, the church was in the political arena. This country was founded by the church in the yeah. political arena. The whole separation between church and state has nothing to do with the church staying out of government, government's, you know, uh, agendas. Yeah. It has everything to do with the government staying out of the church agenda. That's right. Because when we came out of Europe, a lot of people don't understand that, that the pastors were sick and tired of what was happening in Europe. And that's why they came here to yeah. start the new Jerusalem. Yes. And uh, the good thing is, is that there's a lot of prophetic words. There is. One of the, one of the greatest prophetic words, uh, I was listening to um, Kim Clement that was uh, mm -hmm. giving a word this morning on a video of him. But there was also a word, I don't know if you knew this, I've been asking a lot of people, I'm shocked, that was given to George Washington. About yeah. Is it about the three? Um, yes, I do know about that Amen. word. And it's very encouraging because yeah. we overcome. He said, the republic will always stand. Yeah. It'll never be lost. And it has to stand. And, right. but, but I think the Lord is shaking it up right now and finding out who the real ones are and who the, who the false ones and are. This is what I'd like to add about the shaking. You know, as believers, we never have anything to fear because we're standing on the firm foundation, right? So Amen. God is still in control. And that's what I want people to realize is that he has allowed all this to transpire. Everything mm. that has happened, he's not done it, but he's allowed it. And Amen. he's allowed it in his great mercy because I look at, you know, my husband's relationship with the Lord over the past two years. And I don't regret anything that's happened because he has come to hear the Lord through all this, right? Amen. And so God in his goodness has allowed this shaking and people who don't know the Lord, they're gonna get fearful, okay? When when yeah. he shakes everything that you put before the Lord, they're Amen. gonna get fearful. But, but our job as believers is to be there. We'll have the perfect peace that passes understanding. We have no fear. We know that we already 
we, we're unshakable because we're standing on that firm foundation, but our job is to point people to the Lord and bring them to come to know Him as Lord and Savior. So I feel like the harvest is ripe. The workers are few. We know what's coming, but we know that in the end, it's going to be okay. It's to bring people to come to know the Lord. And so I, I know that we're, we're in good hands. And I, and I do believe like you that um, I know it's going to turn out for good. Well, well, there's a lot of major prophets around the world, friends of mine, that the Lord's telling him the final harvest is going to start this yeah. coming year, the beginning of it, even wow. by the end of this year. And that was a theology in the early church fathers that they believed that before the coming of Jesus, mm -hmm. that there would be a people that would be raised up in order to bring the harvest of the nations in. And and I really feel like this is all coming together for being used by, like yeah. you say, by the Lord for this uh, end time move. And uh, two friends of mine, Leon Benjamin and, and oh, Mark Burns. Yes, uh, love them. Mark, what do, you, what do you think about them going into politics? You know what? I feel like wherever the Lord leads you, you know, that's going to be different for each one of us. If you told my husband and I two years ago that this is what we we're going to be doing, I I would have never believed it because, you know, mm. I, I we, we got a word back in December. Um, so the first event was in uh, April. There was a word that was given to my husband and we still have it. It was recorded and mm. it's a long, a long, and it talks about the whole family, talks about our son. Um, but when I heard it at the time, I thought it was talking about his podcast because I could have never imagined we'd be doing something like this. And now it makes sense. And so that's all to say is that none of us know what the, the, the Lord has for us, but if we're open to say, okay, Lord, whatever you have, if that's, if that's stepping into the political arena, if that's stepping into the churches, if that's, you know, at, in the school board or wherever that is being open, then I'm all for it. And, and there, you're right there. People have to get out. Even You know, people might say, I'm a mother, I'm a dad. What, what can I do? I'm not, I don't have a platform. I don't have a church. The simplest thing is to get into the church or get, I'm yeah. sorry, get into the schools, get into the churches, mm -hmm. get into the school boards and start saying, hey, this got to change. Run. Yeah. For the school board, run to be on those committees, right? Yeah. That's where we make the change. That's where we actually give that pushback and understand. We, we can't sit there and complain about the books that our kids are getting if yes. we're not going into those schools and monitor what's coming in and warning other parents. Because I know a lot of other parents don't want it either. Yeah. Well, I'm saying whatever is before you, I say take that first step that you see God showing you. Mm. Just do that. Just do, and then he'll show you what, where, I mean, like I said, these came from a Monday night mask meeting, hosted our business for over a year, you know, where people just from the local community, he would inform. And I really see that that was the birthplace. So you do that first step that God has for you and um, be faithful in that. You know, uh, it's interesting. I'm, I'll give you a heads up here on this. Bianca, uh, Bianca Garcia, she goes to my church. Okay. Bianca was just telling me the Lord's told her to run for office. I love it. And it's going to, she's going to announce it here in a little oh, wow. bit. So I just want to I tell you that first. Scoop. You got the inside, right? <laughs> Thank you. But, but uh, you know, the Lord uses us. A lot of times we don't know what he's getting ready. I, I came out of a business family. Yeah. And so a very large business family. And when the Lord called me to ministry, I didn't want to go to ministry, right? And now it's been over 70 nations, been around the world. I've wow. seen uh, the Lord do incredible miracles, signs and wonders. Grew up under Catherine Kuhlman. Okay. She prophesied yeah. over me as a child that, that, that you, she said, you'll be called to be in the part of the last move of God. Wow. And, and I do believe that's where we're at. So, I agree. Amen. Well, Vanessa, 
It's been a, a pleasure to have you here on The Voice of Healing. Thank you. And uh, tell Clay, you know, we're, we, we have prayer warriors all over the world, actually. We have churches all over the world that we're praying for you guys, I keeping you guys it. That's covered. That's the number one thing. I, I, I really Amen. appreciate that. Nothing gets moved without prayer. Yeah. Prayer is the bulldozer that gets everything done. So, again, for all, our, all those listeners out there, we thank you for listening to us on The Voice of Healing. Uh, we're with Vanessa Clark, and she's just been a blessing. And uh, we want to keep her in prayer. Is there any way if they want to get information about what's happening that they can you know, contact you? Uh, Clay has a website, um, timetofreeamerica.com. If you go there, it has all of those research. So if you need to be equipped, um, he's got tools on their handouts. If you're going somewhere, um, just to kind of equip everyone. And there's different tabs um, you can click on for different pieces of information. If you're wanting to know about the Great Reset or COVID treatments or... Uh, the vaccine, or he's got tons mm. of resources there. If you're wanting to get in touch with him, um, the best thing is to email founder, F-O-U-N-D-E-R at Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, the number one five, so thrive15.com, founder at thrive15.com. Um, our business website is thrivetimeshow.com. Um, I believe if anyone, you know, we had a miraculous healing um, in our family, how my husband came to know the Lord. That was our mm. son being healed. I wrote a Amen. book on it. Now I see. If you want a free digital download, I believe he has it on our website at thrivetimeshow.com. You might have to look around there. I don't know where it is on there, but he does have it. If you want to buy it, it's on Amazon, but um, thrivetimeshow.com would have a free digital download. Before we close, I'm going to yes. ask you this question. Yeah. You're, all, you're hearing now a lot of our politicians, a lot of world politicians, I, I mean, Australia, mm-hmm. France, now they're using this word, the word, the new world order, this oh, yeah. phrase. What do you see out of that? You know, I mean, it's been prophesied. I mean, I remember from being a little, um, a little kid and my, my dad watching politicians on TV and he would say, eventually, Vanessa, eventually they're going to go to one world because that's the, the, the Bible says. And it's, he said, it's an evil thing. He's like, but eventually we know it comes yeah. because, you know, it, it's prophesied. And that's what the Bible talks about. Now, I think the devil would like to be in charge of the timing, but he's not. God gets to set the timing. So I think they're trying to rush the timing and I believe they're going to get pushed back and overturned and this will be done on God's timing. Well, you have to remember the Bible says first the natural, then the spiritual. In the same yeah. way there's a new world order, yep, that's there's right. also a, a kingdom. New- that's right. New heaven and new earth. New heaven and new earth. So I release, I'm leaning onto that side yeah, now. So it's good. Amen. Thank you, sister. Thank uh, you. We just want to thank all the listeners out there and we will see you tomorrow. God bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps. The Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nations. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro.